This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. This week we're talking about Conan the Destroyer. This came out in 1984, directed by Richard Fleischer, screenplay by Stanley Mann, based on the Robert E. Howard uh, comic books, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Grace Jones, Wilt Chamberlain, Mako, other people, the Kevin Arnold sister... (laughs) <laughs> Ursa from Superman 2, Olivia Dabo from Batman, and Sven Olthorsen. Tracy, Tracy Chapman. Uh, it says Sven Olthorsen, which I, who I didn't spot. And it also says Andre the Giant, who I didn't spot. But apparently they're yep. in this movie. Yep. There's a uh, there's an amazing picture. Well, there's, there's a few amazing pictures uh, from this movie, uh, from behind the scenes anyways. And one of them is Wilt Chamberlain and, Ar- and uh, Andre holding up Arnie, like lifting him up off the ground. Because those guys both tower over him. You always think of like yep. Arnie as like the quintessential big man. But he's really not that tall. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. Compared to Wilt Chamberlain and Andre the <laughs> Right, but no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he's, he's you know, cut is larger than my figure on on film. Um, you know, it's definitely the physique's there, but it's not like he's like that tall is all I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. If you put a 6'7 guy next to those guys, they'd still look small. Hmm. <laughs> Aren't they both over 7 foot something? Like, they're ridiculous. Yeah. So. You know what I'm saying? They, they dwarf him, but it just puts it all in perspective. Yeah. Anyway, Scott, you picked this movie, so want to talk about it? Why you made us watch this? <laughs> you mean why, why I uh, encourage you to watch this fine... Uh, piece of cinema so this this was one of the we bring this up every once in a while one of the channel 13 mainstays the uh, the local (laughs) syndication tv channel um and yeah this is this is a movie from my childhood uh came out a little bit before i was so i I did not see this in theaters because i'm a little too young for that uh but you know, sequel to Conan. Um, I have a little bit more to say about this on my list, but um, it is high fantasy. Uh, whereas the first Conan's more traditional, violent, sword and sandals, with some kind of, as I like to say, street level magic going on. Um, this is more outright fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. It, um... I didn't see this in the movie theater either. I just saw this for the very first time like four hours ago. <laughs> so I have avoided this my entire life because everyone said it sucked. So why why watch a sucky movie? So so you avoided it as an adult, but as a kid. Like, I've never seen it. Right. I know you didn't see it, but like, how did. But as a kid, did you see it? <laughs> oh, in that case, yes, I saw it. What, yeah. What's your fucking point, Scott? I, don't get what I, you're I knew it. <laughs> I was going to say, as a kid, did you avoid it because you heard it was bad or you just never got to it? Yeah, I just, I don't know. I 
my parents wouldn't allow me to see it when I was younger anyway, both those movies. I didn't see Conan the Barbarian until <laughs> Commando I, think I moved okay. out of the house. So. <laughs> I can't, Commando was fine. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. I, that's a good point. I don't know. I just didn't really have the desire, actually, I guess. I don't know. And then later on, when I was able to buy my own movies, when I got my first jobs and stuff, I just, I got Conan the Barbarian. I loved it. People said, don't get the Destroyer. It sucks. So I'm like, all right. And that's pretty much it. Uh, it's worth mentioning this movie also has Pat Roach in it. Good old Pat Roach. Yep. Founder of the band Papa Roach, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> there for it is. Time. All, for the, yeah. all for the nookie, right? Is that the guy? I don't think that's the guy. Oh. Uh, Alex, did you? I doubt you saw this in the movie theater because you would have been three years old. But uh, what's your history with it? Uh, I think I still caught this on beta when I was a kid. I'm, I might be mistaken about that, but I'm pretty sure this is one of the movies that we had on beta because my dad had a huge collection back in the day. He was a fairly early proponent of beta, and he loved it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into our list. Uh, we're going to do our top seven moments from the movie, and these are just seven things that stuck out to us. Good, bad, whatever. So, Scott, lead us off. All right. As I kind of already mentioned, it's my number seven. Uh, this movie is high fantasy. This this kind of movie is where few and far from in between um, most of them are not good. <laughs> uh, Conan the Destroyer not being an exception to that, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. But if you wanted to see a fantasy movie, um, you know, there weren't many games in town, and this happened to be one of them that saw regular play on Channel 13, as I, as I already said. Uh, so I appreciate that as a kid. Um, not much more to say about that. Uh, you know, you had to get your fix somewhere. This was one of them. So that's my number seven. All right, Alex. My number seven is that all the characters are just so flat and one-dimensional, and I hate it. I hate it so much. They've got this great cast, and uh, I'll mention that later on on my list. But, um, yeah, everybody's so one-dimensional. The villain's forgettable. I mean, she spells out the whole plot, like, in exposition, Right before they even start their journey, I was like, "What the? F- where the fuck is the mystery?" Yeah, there's a, a considerable drop off from James Earl Jones to. Uh, oh, Jeebus uh, H. I can't remember her name. Superman. Ursa. To Sarah Douglas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Superman. Superman. Conan. <laughs> so yeah, it's just all the one-dimensional characters, except for Conan. But even you, you got by because you know him from the previous movie. If you saw these uh, chronology chronologically but even him in this movie was like uh, i don't know he's pining for his dead on fire girlfriend and that's about it hmm. all right yeah um my number seven is and uh, believe it or not i actually enjoyed this movie uh you guys are crazy maybe expectations again but i did not hate this movie yeah um it wasn't great but i didn't hate it uh but the, the final boss was fucking terrible i guess all the makeup in this movie was terrible but that final <laughs> boss was ridiculous uh yeah i don't know i think we were talking before we started that that maybe that was andre the giant i don't know he it was costume was it okay yeah uh yeah it was not good um so i felt like i was really into this movie and this and uh i'm really into it I, I was kept waiting for something really bad to happen to make why everyone said it sucked and it didn't really happen except the ending wasn't that great so I agree it's flat and it's not the greatest, but uh, anyway, 
the final boss was bad. Scott, number six. Okay, number six is Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain. <laughs> this is Wilt. Ah, uh, he's my number five. Wilt's, Wilt's uh, chance to start him, and he grabbed a hold of it with both hands. Uh, I love all the work they did in this movie to not <laughs> put them right next to each other, because yeah. he, uh, as um, Jeff so adroitly pointed out, of course, Wilt is taller. Um, but yeah, they that he's this. Uh, not a barbarian warrior, but kind of a another um, brutish warrior. Um, and they they do have the yeah spoilers. They do have the eventual big fight. Um, and they actually give him a lot to do in this movie, which is surprising. Uh, yeah. He probably might have as many lines as, if not more, than Arnie does. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I wasn't really keeping track. Um, but it's just kind of funny to see Will Chamberlain. In a in a movie role like this, in a sword and sandals movie of all things, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say but... I don't think he talked that much. He did not but... have very many lines, but he needed his Arnie. Yeah, well, I felt Arnold talked more in this than he did in Conan, but he still did. not that much. Yeah, or the Barbarian. Um, but what's weird? I noticed the same thing you're saying where they didn't show them next to each other that often, which doesn't make sense. Why would you hire a massive man and then not really? demonstrate how much bigger like wasn't that the kind of the point uh, that that's a good question yeah like you go I, higher... I, I get the i get the feeling that arnie had a lot more say in certain things and maybe he didn't want to be dwarfed sure i guess but yeah, then that doesn't make sense of why you hire <laughs> will chamberlain because yeah, it yeah. wasn't for his acting like you said so like i don't yeah, i mean he just he looks the part like he's not obviously ripped like arnie is but he's a big dude yeah. yeah. He's got an awesome weapon. Yeah, he's got that, that spike club. It's pretty badass. And what was with that thing he swung over his head at the beginning of the movie but never used it again? Yeah, that whistle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh-huh. Obviously, it wasn't that useful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Alex, number six. My number six, and this guy's uh, goddamn terrible, is the thief. He's just this movie just tries to be too funny yeah. and it's not he's not Yeah, I agree with that. He's awful. I wish I mean this is as a kid of course I love this guy. He was saying all the funny shit. Nope. Did God, it's so stupid. The just the whole movie is trying to be funny like with Chris Jones shaking her tail out of the water. Ugh, terrible and they had the sound effects. <laughs> and then the stupid the stupid thief at the end like right after Conan kills the disappointing final boss he goes up there and he stabs it too i thought that was like, funny eh. um, yeah it's just too much they they were spreading around the comic relief in this movie like Ugh. between him and grace jones and mako and the like, camel the, the, he punches another fucking <laughs> yeah the suit. camel how the hell does this thief looks at the camel and goes hey he looks familiar <laughs> it's like how the fuck do you know yeah yeah, clearly, it, it clearly felt like they wrote out Jerry Lopez, uh, Subatai, Thief, and Archer uh, from this and replaced it with this with this guy. Um, Dodged the bullet, man. Yeah, he did. Aw, <laughs> oh, uh, no way. This would have been heightened. It would have been better. <laughs> it's Bob the Goon, man. I'd look yeah, it up. Bob the Goon went. <laughs> yeah, it was. It shot the superstardom after this film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to look up who he was. He looked familiar, and I couldn't figure it out. And then I just said Bob the Goon. I was like, oh, that's awesome. 
I actually did recognize him in Batman as the th- oh, is the thief from Conan to destroy. Oh, really? Yeah. Am, am I the one that, that felt like he was dubbed over? Like it always. Every time he talked, it always sounded like maybe he was dubbing over himself, but it always sounded as yeah. Off. It did. It could have been in post, yeah. Because I know that's how he sounds. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, yeah. It's not. This movie's not funny. Number six. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number six, as I was getting a little uh, tired of the foam rocks in this movie. <laughs> no way. Especially what's bad is when Wilt Chamberlain somehow makes a cave collapse by hitting his club into the top of the roof of the cave, and then Arnold climbs over him, and they're like they're like, you know, compressing to the, over under his weight, and they're just falling and bouncing all over the place, and it was bad. So, foam rocks. Uh, I have later on more stuff to say about the set design, but the foam rocks was bad. Didn't like it. Distracting. Scott, number five. Okay. So my number five is the soundtrack. Um, so they took the the classic Basil Apollodorus soundtrack from the first one, which was used to great effect, and you didn't get the super awesome extended battle music until the the final fight. It was a little bit in the beginning, but uh was until they they had the fight at the the graveyard i don't know what you'd call it exactly at the end of the first movie uh, uh i forgot yeah. yeah and then you know it was hitting all the the right notes at the different points when like things were getting sad and <laughs> stuff and this it was just like eh, let's just fucking plug it in wherever we want yeah yeah i know it's just a goddamn rehab yeah Ugh. and then they and then they add a little bit with like the weird flute thing and then you're talking about how the thief stabs him at the end like how they replay the epic music for that. Yeah, uh, I know. Yeah, that actually. Uh. Yeah, so, so bonus points for part of it still being awesome, but just being absolutely misused. Uh, it kind of stood out to me. That, no, that weird thing where it wasn't too. a bad soundtrack. It was just not used properly at all. Yeah. They like I said, or I bad have actually music, I mentioned, like, score, original, not... Like they just took all the same songs, the 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 orgy scene from the first. Yeah, movie, yeah, they just shoot yeah. Just randomly throw that in here yeah, at yeah. one point. Yeah, <laughs> so good one, Alex. Number five. Uh, number five. Yeah, uh, Wilk Chamberlain. He's terrible as an actor. Stilts. <laughs> but Babata, why? I thought you were. Hurt the girl. Ugh. Foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. Jeebus H. Not even foreshadowing, because it was all spelled out in the first five minutes of the damn movie. Foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, there it is. <laughs> all right. My number five, and I, I mixed on this, is the wizard turning into a big cartoon pterodactyl bird dragon oh dude that's my number two i love that so i like the way it started i don't think i liked there was toward the end when i actually picked her up out of the cave i think it looked kind of cheesy but i liked the way it it first converted like oh that's kind of cool i like it and then at the end that's why i have it a mixed thing here um i guess back in the day i mean this is pre-cg and i mean they had a little bit of cartoon in the first one with the the witch the spirits ghosts and the spirits Yeah. yeah um so 
I thought it was kind of cool, except for maybe the one couple, uh, the ones who actually picks her up. But uh, yeah, it was interesting, and I liked it. Yeah, I like again. That's high fantasy. <laughs> Turns into a D and D adventure all of a sudden. Yeah. All right, number four, Scott. Number four is uh, this kind of ties into what you were just talking about, Jeff. The Ice Fortress, or the Mirror Fortress, whatever the hell you want to call it. I thought that was a pretty rad, like. Uh, Again, fantasy set piece, um, where it's like, oh, you must go on a quest to the frozen ice palace and the hidden lake and <laughs> the whole room with the mirrors and, uh, stop me if, if this is on somebody's list, but when he throws the sword, it looks fucking stupid. <laughs> That's the scene. Oh, I was going to mention that because for years you've been trying to pinpoint, oh, there's a movie where a guy gets a sword and he throws it like a spear. He doesn't throw it end over end. But that's what Arnold does. Yeah, it doesn't look it's like it would movie. work. <laughs> nope. I don't know. He killed that wizard. Yeah, Spoiler yeah. alert. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, just them having to go out to the lake and you have the ice fortress and the mirrors and super cool. It was d and D. Except for that makeup on that monster or whatever it was. Yeah. Or, or after he, <laughs> like, when he's in his death throes and he has all the scars and shit. That's all yeah. that looked too good either. But the actual setting. I agree, yeah. Yeah, they had his nipples showing. <laughs> yeah, they did. I mean, it would, like, some scenes it would cut to him, it looked like he was wearing a mask you bought at Halloween. You could, like, see his flesh-colored eyes underneath the black. I mean, it was bad at some scenes. And then he yeah, was trying was to awful. stick his tongue out sometimes. Like, ugh. But overall, yes, that, that ice scene was cool. In the mirrors. Except, at the very end, Wilt Chamberlain breaks through the mirror with his sword. Like, why didn't you do it at the very beginning? Well, because yeah. he's the traitor. Spoilers. No, but he's trying to get in. At the, I mean, I know, but at yeah, that that's, point, that's, he still needed him. That's a good question. The magic wore off. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, Alex, number four. My number four kind of ties in with Scott's thing, but I love... They still... The interior sets and some of the exteriors were still spot on. They're really well built. And the costumes all look great. Yeah. The... Everything... At that, at that point of the movie was... Amazing. May I like I said, they, uh, <laughs> Yeah. May I say what costumes? For Christ's sake, Arnold's practically nude through this whole movie. I have some. Wow. I have more to say. About that. <laughs> so is <laughs> <Bridget> <laughs> Jones. <and laughs> well, yeah, but not just you know the main cast. I know. And everything, I know. But the set, the, the Shadowzar set piece is pretty cool. The, yeah. On the inside, anyways. Uh, the matte painting yeah, looks like shit I, on the outside. I mean. It's mostly the interiors. Plus, yeah, in the ice castle or the ice palace, that winding staircase was a really, really cool idea. It kind of worked, but I, I still appreciated the artwork that went into all that stuff. So, yeah, costumes and sets. Yeah, I, I have more to say about this later, too. Uh, is it me now? Number four? Yeah, yeah, number four. Um. The princess was hot. Kevin Arnold's sister is way hotter than I re- remember her being. Olivia Dobbin. She wasn't a dirty hippie in this. Makes a big difference. Uh, that's all I gotta say. I was I was uh, struck by how uh, hot she was, and uh, I was like, "What the hell? She looks like Kevin Arnold's sister, but no way, she's hotter." Yeah, it was it's her, and apparently she's married to one of the members of Bon Jovi or something. I don't know. And she gets royalties because she divorced him. <laughs> Yeah. What would you do with the... I thought she married Garth. 
Well, yeah, and then I found out she was in Wayne's World too. She was the nerd Garth. Oh yeah, she's also yeah. in Law and Order as like Gorman's or not? Yeah, Gorman's Moriarty. Spoilers. Yeah, I mean her character is dumb as shit in this movie. Like, uh, but whatever. There it is. Uh, Scott, number three. Okay. Move on this back up. I'm sorry. Uh, number three is Dagoth, the uh, the the final monster. Um, equally awesome and equally terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, when the the statue with the horn in it starts like melting, that's fucking cool. Oh, that's awesome. That's like that. Like as Man. a kid, that was scary. Um, the monster appears. Um, the monster actually moving around like ridiculous. Um, but the the sideways teeth in the mouth, that was a pretty cool idea. Uh, it was very yeah. like Cthulhu esque, uh, Elder God esque. Um, but when when Arnie's got like got him in the the headlock, you can see his arm and going into the rubber like, where his neck is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, when he pulls the horn out, it was like the blood and goop come pouring out. That was cool. Uh, yeah, just equally parts cool, equally, equally part stupid. Uh, this did, you know, it, they would always show this part in the, like the preview or the, I wouldn't call it channel, but the preview for the channel 13 showing as a kid, it was always like, oh man, that's the scary part. <laughs> and it's cool to know that it was Andre the Giant in that suit. After the fact, many, many, many years later. Yeah. So that's my number three. Alright. Alex. My number three is I touched about it a little bit, but just uh, the adventures that Conan gathers in his journey. And he has like this big posse of like a whole yeah, like a D and D party, pretty much, that are going on this quest. So I like very much like that idea. I mean, it was pretty much completely wasted in this movie, but with all the one-dimensional characters. But it was it was a nice idea, and I appreciated it. D and D. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, mine kind of my number three kind of falls up with that. I just have the cast of characters that follow Arnold, and I have them just not by their character names, but by Bob the Goon, Kevin Arnold's sister, Will the Still. <laughs> <laughs> Grace Jones, I guess I forgot her actress's name. Pussy, like, pussy, 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 pussy. <laughs> Where is that cat? Uh, I enjoyed the little grid. Yeah, they were one dimensional, but whatever. It's a Conan movie. I wasn't expecting that much depth. Uh, like I said, I've mentioned many times in this podcast expectations. So I think it's going to be complete dog shit. I'll tell you this it's a hell of a lot better than Kroll. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't yeah, know if that's saying a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. At least the certain well, things. It's a hell of a lot better. Yeah, Crow the close. Um, so there it is. His cast of character I loved. Uh, I didn't like. <laughs> you mentioned the thief was terrible. And he is. I mean, comparing it to Crow, he's like that comedian the, goat the boy. Wizard. Yeah, like. Goat boy. That was kind of lame. <laughs> what the hell? Did he, <laughs> he try to do a goat at some point? Uh, yeah. Remember it. I think he did. The goose and goat, the tiger. Whatever, that guy. Um, Yes, I like the band of Conan. And oh, what is his name? Is it Conan or Conan? Because I always thought it was Conan, but people are calling him Conan in this movie. Yeah. 
I don't yeah, think, I think the correct knew. the correct pronunciation is Conan, but they exaggerated it in the first movie, I guess. And, and as we were as on our break, Scott uh, let me know that the princess was only like fifteen in this movie, so I'm a pervert. <laughs> but whatever, <laughs> I stand by you'd it. Fit I right guess. in, you'd fit right in in Hollywood. <laughs> um. So yeah, I don't know whose turn it is to go next. Scott, number. Three? Yeah, number two. Number two. two. Okay. All right. Yeah, I did my number three already. So. Okay. Uh, so my number two, <laughs> I've written down, Arnie and the Loincloth. Uh, this goes back to what I was saying before about how I think Arnie had a little bit more control about what happened in this movie, at least regarding him. Because um, he, he has pants under the end, but that's about it. Like... <laughs> He's he's just wearing the like the the, the man panties. Um, <laughs> the Merkin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <Oversized> Merkin. Merkin. <laughs> <laughs> he just let that thing grow out and he wraps it around himself to keep warm. <laughs> this is the barbarian way. Uh crumb would be pleased. Um Yeah, it just <laughs> they they went out of their way to like show the, the glistening Arnie in this movie. Uh, does, I don't think he has... Does he ever have a shirt on in this whole movie or a vest or anything? Yeah, when he's fighting the dude on the horse, he's got a, a shirt does on. He? Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, by the time they get to the, like... He's going to the ice fortress and he's going shirtless. Well, he had to swim. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why. Um, and at the very end, he doesn't have it. And then at the very end, when they're doing the, the princess honors... And he probably looks down her shirt a la Han. <laughs> yeah, it was Star Wars Thrones. Yeah, um, when she's like handing out all her rewards. He's standing there, like, again in the, the man panties. But he's wearing the fucking slave crown again. Like, is that a thing from the... Uh, is that a thing from yeah. the from the it's, books that he keeps wearing it? Because that doesn't make any sense no, if not. No, no, no. That's a stupid... Somebody thought, oh, here's a prop from the last movie and it looks cool. Let's have him keep wearing it. Yeah, that, that was dumb. Bullshit. Yeah, it's just like, oh, let's just show Arnie being ripped. Like, you can do that just fine with throw throw a goddamn vest on, shirt, whatever. Uh, yeah. It was, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Like I said, Grace Jones isn't wearing anything about the entire Yeah, her, her ass is hanging out the whole movie. It's just true. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you mentioned him wearing nothing in the ice cave. Does it, did it bother you when all of a sudden you started seeing their breath, like, Really over exaggerated. I don't remember that. You don't remember it? I just watched it and I don't know. Like, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they're just breathing. It's like, it's almost like they popped a capsule and they're just like, <laughs> just, I don't know. It looked really bad to me. Um, and that's another thing. This is total sidebar. I don't like it in Game of Thrones that you don't see their breath enough when they're north of the wall. I don't know. I just like when you huh. watch a football game when they're playing in Minnesota or Green Bay yeah, and I never the lines thought about that. down. Yeah, when they're, when they're like fighting and working up sweat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or you see steam coming off the top of their heads or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like I'm sure huh. it's a, a pain to do that because it's not – it's cold there but not that cold I'm assuming. And so to add all the special effects – Yeah, well, I wonder about that. Like how much filming they do they've, they've done in the actual snow. Because I know they have that giant soundstage in uh, in, Ed- uh, it's in Edinburgh? Or- no, it's in uh, Belfast. Um, out behind yeah. where the Titanic was built. Yeah. 
So, so anyway. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex, number two. My number two is that mist bird or mist dragon that the wizard turns into. I thought that was that surprised me because I I didn't I didn't remember that at all after not having seen this movie for decades. So uh, that was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. I thought it looked cool. I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. Yeah, and the animation style kind of reminded me of um like rotoscoping. Other than that, it was rotoscoping. Yeah, like Fantasia or something. I think parts of it might have been like a something big to kind of simulate it coming down and picking up the girl, the princess, but I just think most of it was just hand hand drawn. Okay. Yeah. The style reminded me of Fantasia. I watched that not too long ago on Netflix, which I'd never really seen before. Oh, Fantasia wasn't. I don't think that the uh, what's what's the night night on Bald Mountain? Oh, that yeah. shit is amazing. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that's from Fantasia, right? Yeah, the the scary part, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, all right, uh, my number two is just I. To me, this felt like a Conan movie, a Conan movie. Um, I, even though it was cheap, you know, all the stuff you guys have mentioned, which I can't argue with. I, it felt like we've went in the sets and the, the music, even though it was used incorrectly. Uh, I it felt like Conan to me, so. I'm I'm disappointed I didn't watch this sooner. That's your number two. That's my number two. So what's your number one? It's funny you should mention that because my number one is this did not feel anything like a Conan movie, <laughs> <laughs> or at least so. I mean, shit. There's been three of these things, so you know. But it, it did not feel anything. Hmm. No, Jason Momoa. They did the oh, remake. Okay. Okay. But like the tone of this did not feel anything like the first movie. It, it felt so. We we've mentioned D and D a few times. It feels like I don't know. Maybe this is even in the trivia um, for this movie. It felt like there was a script for an entirely different movie, and they just shoehorn in kind of the Conan mythos and Arnie and um, took bits yeah. and pieces from the first movie and threw them into this one. It's probably probably cruel. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Maybe it was, or maybe <laughs> maybe it's one of the uh, Die Hard sequels or the Lethal Weapon sequels. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, just the whole tone is completely different uh, with with all the comic relief. And in the first movie, there's the whole, you know, he's, it's part revenge, part trying to, uh, you know, find out what happened to his people who were slaughtered. Like this, it just kind of starts off and, yeah, there's the whole line about the, oh, that camel looks familiar, all that stuff. Um, yeah, okay. I'm talking more about the look of it, not necessarily the tone uh, and, the, and the stuff. Again, like the whole shirtless thing the whole time. Like, that was weird. Um, in the first movie. He's pretty shirtless. He in the starts first off movie. that. No, yeah. he's. Well, no, no. He starts off that way when he's still like a slave and then he gets free and then he's wearing clothes. It's only at the very end, really, where he goes out without the shirt. And that makes uh, sense. And the that, last that makes third sense. of the movie, he no, doesn't no, no, have a shirt no. on. Oh, well, yeah, when they go on the raid. But that's more like... <laughs> no, 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 because that's, that's them... Like, and he puts the paint on shit. Like, yeah. that's all part, like, I, the, appeasing the gods, or trying to be hidden, or uh, just his barbarian roots. And this, he's just being shirtless just to be shirtless. Okay, well, that, yeah, that's two different yeah. things. There's, there's a better reason for him to be shirtless, but he's still shirtless for most yeah, of the movie. I don't, I don't know what you're saying, but... I mean, back to my original point, though, it just... 
the tone is not what I wanted. As a kid, it was awesome. Like, I didn't mind it at all. But as an adult, I'm like, oh, I would rather have them kind of see them pick up where they left off. Because um, they talk about he gets his own kingdom and whatever. And then what we wound up getting for that was Cole the Conqueror, which was supposed to be a Conan movie, from what I understand. Um, the, the Kevin Sorbo thing where he's not Conan, he's, he's Cole. <laughs> um, yeah, but to be fair, Robert E. Howard did write some Cole yeah, Conqueror yeah. or stories. And, so. and then, uh, as an honorable mention, I get this out of the way. Um, Stop me if somebody has this, the, the little epilogue. Where you, you hear Mako once again. And my, my master, or however it goes, like, honor and whatever heaped upon his name. It's like in the first movie. That's fucking awesome when he's like sitting on a throne. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, just the tone being completely different. It, it, it felt like, again, they shoehorn in like a t- completely different like, script or property and just added Conan to it. Well, I... Two rebuttals on that. A, one... There's only two. I mean, I guess I haven't seen the Momoa one, but if you saw the first two, what is the real Conan? You don't know. I obviously like the first one better. I think we all like the first one better, but... I'm not, I'm not saying uh, the real... This could be, like, what Robert E. Howard mentioned or envisioned. Well, I don't know. That's, that's quite possible. But, like, as far as what the success they built on the first movie, they just kind of threw that out the window. Yeah. So was my next thing I was going to say is that if you watch, remember watching the documentaries that like Oliver Stone, when he wrote the first scripts and stuff, he had all this super high fantasy and stuff. And it was the director, uh, John Milius the Great, <laughs> who didn't want any of that stuff and made it that way. Yeah. So I don't know what to say what's the real. I mean, like maybe it was supposed to be more fantastical, but Milius didn't want it to do that. And since he didn't come back from the second one, yeah. he went back more. I, I, uh, I, I see your point, Jeff. Original um, stuff. It just, so. with building on what the first movie established, they went in a completely yeah. different direction. With is all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I wouldn't argue. I would be more happy if it was more like the first yeah. one. But uh, I, I always think you know, kind of side uh, note here. Uh, I I generally enjoy it more, like in Game of Thrones or uh, the first Conan, where again the the magic is more street level, um, kind of low level, yeah. where it's still there and it's still very powerful, but it's not. In your face, you know. Although Game of Thrones like, kind of gets that way, but... kind of out of fingertips and shit. Yeah, like uh, I mean, I enjoy the high fantasy as well. Like Lord of the Rings is kind of like that, where Gandalf is supposed to be this badass wizard, but he doesn't really do a whole lot of magic until, well, pretty much the whole three movies, um, yeah. or nothing. Like he rarely does something like cast giant fireballs and teleportation or anything like that doesn't he do fire doesn't he do fireballs in the hobbit i'm trying to remember uh they, the wolves no they, he he lights them yeah yeah it takes like the pine cones what or whatever it is yeah, yeah. pine cones that's maybe it was all right um alex number one my number one is the mirror wrestling match <laughs> inside the the ice palace that's just that was my favorite part as a kid yeah, despite the really shitty mask on the guy, it's still kind of cool. I like the idea of it. Like I said, it's very much like a D&D encounter. So, yeah, I still enjoy that. That's my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, I think, I think that was Pat Roach. Uh, for everybody unfamiliar with him, he's the he's the giant Nazi that Indy fights on the plane in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh. <laughs> and he's, and he's yeah. also the giant... Uh, what's the name of the cult in Temple of Doom? 
Kalima. Uh, I don't know the name of the Yeah, show. but he's he's the, the the big guy that he fights in the conveyor belt. That's oh, also yeah, Pat yeah. Roach. That he fights again. <laughs> so, yeah, he's he's the thuggy. Yeah, thuggy. Yeah, he's the yeah. And again, he's in this. He's the the guy in the the wrestling match. <laughs> All right, uh, my number one for this is the, as I think uh, Alex mentioned earlier, is the set design. I really enjoyed the the very beginning with he when he's praying in that little rock garden, um, the cat, the ice castle you guys have mentioned before, the other castle, uh, the other castle, <laughs> the caves, all that stuff. <laughs> the, the some of the terrain that he's riding through, I really enjoyed all of that. So I forgot even that giant door that uh, Conan and Bomata had to lift up, and then the thief had to go under and lock it and stuff. That was some really cool carvings, all in that set. Yep. So that's my number one. So let's rate it. Uh, sorry, real quick. Uh, um, just some some bits of trivia here. Now that I actually have it up. Um. Tried, tried to do this fast. Uh, they had a hell of a time finding a horse wheel, Chamberlain. <laughs> yeah. But they were eventually able to do it. <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah. Um, Olivia Dabo was terrified of Pat Roach. They do not explain that at all. That's the whole line. Um, Richard Flesher, Fleischer, the director, said uh, his one complaint about the first movie was that Arnold Schwarzenegger body, body was too clothed. For the sequel, he says, huh. I made sure that Arnold was undressed 99% of the time. So I guess I was wrong about Arnie <laughs> wanting that. Um, so yeah. Anyways, just a few, a yeah, few, yes. few tidbits there. All right, let's rank this and uh, remind everybody: we rank between one and seven. One being the worst piece of crap ever. Seven being a perfect movie. Four meaning it's just as good as it is as bad. So Scott, um, that's tough. This is childhood staple um it's fantasy and i'm ha- always happy when something like that's out there um that said when you compare it against the first one it, for me it does not hold up at all um so i gotta give it a four okay seems better than i thought sound like you really hated this movie alex uh, upon rewatching it, I mean, I do have a deep-seated hatred of this movie, but I rewatched it, and a lot of nostalgia feelings came back, so I'll give it a four as well. Alright, well, fours across the board. Yeah, there I, it is. I gave it a four as well. Um, I was really dreading watching this, and I enjoyed it. I mean, there, I, there's tons of stuff wrong with it as well, so... I'm, I'm surprised. I don't dislike it. I'm honestly it. surprised that, that you rated it this high, Jeff. Well, after what happened with Kroll. <laughs> well, it's probably why he saw Kroll. <laughs> you know, compared to that, this um, is a fucking mess. Oh yeah, it's still Arnold in his prime. That's another thing. This was like stumbling upon like a, this gem. I've, this is one of the few Arnold movies I've never seen, so it was kind of a... I, I, I will say unequivocally that this is better than a lot of the stuff we always bring up. Uh, Red. We did the whole episode about Red Heat. Uh, um, Red Sonia. Uh, we, we we've never really talked about Red Sonia. Um, Raw Deal. <laughs> like a couple of those other ones that came out in similar time span. Uh, this one is definitely better 
by far than all those. Of, yes. of those ones you mentioned, yeah, yeah. yes, I would agree. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, let's get into our crossover list. What is it, Scott? All right, so I think we settled on our top five bad sequels. Mm-hmm. Um, there yes. was confusion amongst ourselves about this one. Um, or, uh, Alex had initially uh, suggested top five spinning scenes. <laughs> and then it was, well, either, yeah. it was either Alex or Jeff that had suggested um, sequels. And then I jokingly said spinoffs. And anyways, so we settled on, <laughs> we settled on bad sequels. Um, and I'll go ahead yeah. and start with my number five. Um, this is kind of nitpicky because it's a, a sequel to a movie that I'm sure a lot of people would consider as being pretty terrible, but I remember seeing this in the theaters and actually being angry about how bad it was. <laughs> um, and that would be Mortal Kombat 2. <laughs> um, I actually, I actually oh, yeah. enjoyed the first Mortal Kombat and I think that one actually has a lot going for it. It's not great yeah. by any means. Um, but there's a lot of fun stuff going on, some imaginative fights, um, some great creature work. Um, it's got uh, Kerry Tagawa as a great villain. Um, it's got Christopher Lambert being weird. <laughs> and the second one, they just threw all that shit out the window. Um, yeah, and it was all about how can we get fights, like boring fights to happen with the shitty EDM at the time, or the shitty techno. Um and uh, the bad guy from Cobra, um, Brian, I can never remember the guy's name. Oh, yeah. Um, he, was... he does a worthy job as uh, Shao Kahn in this, uh, but he's about the only thing holding it together. Um, they couldn't get the guy to play Johnny Cage to come back, so they just kill him off. That's why there's right at the beginning of the movie. They couldn't get uh, uh, Mrs. <sighs> Doubtfire. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. From, from, I hate from, myself. From Billy Madison. Um, oh, Veronica. Yeah, Mrs. Veronica. Uh, Miss Vaughn. Vaughn. Yeah, Miss Vaughn, yes. sorry. Couldn't get Miss Vaughn to come back. Um, so they replaced her. Added a bunch of... Some of the worst CGI that's ever been in film. Um, and yeah, it created a, a horrible sequel. Number five, huh? <laughs> All right. Alex. <laughs> My number five is Speed Two. I've actually never seen it. Yeah, me either. But I know. It's oh, terrible. come on! You yeah. can't put Damn it, Alex. <laughs> on. I, I actually. So Ad- I Alex went to a website and found out bad sequels, and that's how. No, I did not. I know Speed Two was a terrible. Book. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Well, it is because I've like seen Conan it, but still. <laughs> but it's you. not. Uh, I don't know. It it actually is that bad, but. Screw you, Alex, for for putting it on here and not actually seeing anything from it. I saw the trailers, and then I said, nope. I'm going to partay on the big boat. You know what's bad when Keanu Reeves won't come back? (laughs) Yeah. And uh, Willem Dafoe plays Hopper. All right. right. Well, my number five. I didn't limit mine to just like the second one in the series. We could do like the yeah, third, that's, that's what sequels are. Yeah, sequels don't have yeah, to be the second sequels. one. Yeah. Okay, so this is the first one that I remember as a kid being what the hell, and it's Superman Four. <laughs> Son of a bitch! I should have put that. One. <laughs> the Quest for Peace. Yeah, and I saw this in the movie theater with my mom, 
and it was bad. Like, what is this son Superman? And uh, like, ever they even brought Gene Hackman back and everything, but it was awful. How the fuck did they get Hackman back? They must have just like <laughs> gave him a blank check. Whoa, money, money. Because I heard he's yeah. like notoriously difficult yeah. to work with, and like you had to see how shitty these movies were becoming. Yeah, like I mean, I don't know if we, have we done Superman. Like, he wouldn't shave his head to be Lex Luthor in the movies and yeah. stuff. Yeah, but anyway, the fourth one is just awful. If you haven't seen it, and I heard that like, they cut the budget halfway through, and there's reasons why it looks so bad. But I just remember as a kid being, I don't want to watch Superman anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Superman four, Scott number five, four. Number four is Alien versus Predator. That was. Yeah. Pretty goddamn yep. terrible, as Alex would say. Um, it just. The premise is there, and they failed at almost every level. It was kind of cool toward the end when, like, the the main woman teams up the protagonist. Nope. Yeah, it was. But she gets, she gets the <laughs> stinger shield thing. That was kind of cool. Um, no. And it was. The movie was kind of progressive that you had a, a black woman as the protagonist. Um, in a movie called Alien vs. Predator. Yeah. There needed to be more of what was implied by the title, for sure. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, they, they did not execute that well. And it was, and it took place on Earth, unlike, uh, like our time, like modern time, instead of like the far flung future, and, yeah. Far flung. It was just bad. With the bad taste Oops, in their mouths. Poop. Did not see this in theater, thank God. My number four. I remember I was upset. I wanted to see this. And I ended up going on a little vacation and I missed it and I, and I was upset. And then I found out I was. I remember, I remember watching it with you, Jeff, on like Blu ray or something. Like, maybe it was probably DVD at that point. Yeah. But yeah, it was bad. But uh, technicality here. What's this a sequel of? Because I wouldn't have counted this one as a sequel. Just it's, it's. Just aliens. I mean, it's a Predator. sequel of like both ventures, I suppose. Yeah, but more like Predator. Cause I mean, I would hesitate to call it a spinoff. L.A. Because it's not like I don't. I don't know. I don't know. You... Yeah, it, it's definitely grayer. Yeah, and the the, yeah. the sequel of this one is even worse. Requiem. Oh, yeah. I actually haven't seen that one, so. I include oh. it, but that's yeah, the one that's where the they one didn't use any light at all, and you couldn't see what the <laughs> fuck was going on with the entire movie. Yeah, fair fair enough though about whether this is a sequel or not. But <laughs> I I'll count it. Oh. I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Alex, number four. My number four is Jurassic Park The Lost World. Ugh. That's my number three. Yeah. Really? Freaking gymnastics yep. girl. Fucking. So, worse just, than Jurassic Park happened, 3? Uh, I've never seen 3 all the way uh, through. <laughs> 3 might be worse. I have to tell you something. But 2, but see, but so, see yeah. Jeff, 2 has, if we were to like make a list of the 10 dumbest things that's ever happened in film... That, sure. that thing with okay, the gymnastic and the rapper, rap, rapper and the rapper, yeah. and the raptor would would be it, would be on that list. Yeah, for sure. That puts it over the top, man. And then Malcolm, like, yeah. somehow manages to get himself in this. He happens to be dating the paleontologist who happens to be going back there. Who happens to? Yeah, it's just without without the oops. Yeah. I think I've defended this movie before. I like bits and parts of this movie, so I can't put it on my worst, like on my top. Five. I mean, the concept, has... the concept of the T Rex running loose through a city is awesome. But that, yeah, 
I like more the first half of the movie, minus the girl kicking the thing. Yeah. But it is it's a lot of people don't like it. But the third one's way worse. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say way worse, but it's bad. Well the kid's the worst part All of the right. third one. Anyways. Yeah. Oh, what about the dinosaur talking to him on the plane? Remember that scene? From <laughs> Congo? <laughs> Amy bad. He's like Alan. Girl, bad. <laughs> All right. Um my number four is another one from a, as a kid, and this really broke my heart. Was Karate Kid three? <laughs> I love the first two Karate Kid movies, and that third one was just crap. So I honestly, I think I've seen it twice, and I never want to see it again. Um, yeah, all I gotta say, Karate Kid three. If you guys have seen it, I'm sorry. If you haven't seen it, don't ever watch it. <laughs> but he fights Mike Barnes, the bad boy of karate. Drums. There's not like spinning drums in this. Yeah. yeah. Nothing good about it. Um, all right, uh, Scott, number three. All right. All right. So my yeah, my number three was Lost World. Yeah. We covered covered the the raptor through the window, so I'm good. <laughs> How much is that raptor through the window? <laughs> Anyways, my number three is The Matrix Reloaded. That fucking burly bro. God damn it. That's my number two. Nope. Sorry. Stop stealing my, my stuff. Well, these are all terrible movies. <laughs> but yeah, Matrix Reloaded. And the explanation that they gave for why the... Uh, What's-her-face was a different actress. Yeah, Oracle. Yeah, the Oracle was a different actress. Like, what? Hey, dude, it's just... Oh, yeah, we're in the Matrix. I just chose this. This is how I look now. Matrix. That's all you need to say. Nope. Anyways. <laughs> there are millions of things wrong with those sequels, so <laughs> it's hard to nitpick one or two things. Have, but, have, yeah, have you guys ever game. gone in with more hype and been more disappointed? Uh, maybe episode one. Well, apparently, considering this is only number three on your guys' lists. But I mean, like, in the theater. Um... No, because these are my number one is the Matrix sequel. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. No, for me. I don't know where the fuck number we are. Two, on our list. So <laughs> my number two is Matrix Reloaded. All right. And we almost got in a okay. brawl before the movie even started, so that was great. <laughs> no, we didn't. Brian almost got punched. <laughs> <laughs> really, bro. Um. Okay, that's it. So then, my number two is X Files. I want to believe the second <laughs> movie. Amanda yeah, Pete. I want best death ever. <laughs> yeah. You know how X Files is about aliens or Bigfoot or ghosts or chupacabra. Yeah, the movie's not about anything like that. It's just about some pedophile and. There's a psychic and the old man who wants to live forever and he's harvesting organs. Like, people, it's fucking awful. God damn it. <laughs> this makes me upset. Yeah, but there must be a reasonable explanation. I want to believe yeah. that there's a reasonable explanation. <laughs> As a huge fan of the show and the movie was really good, This the first movie, this one was a big letdown. So that's my I don't remember the first two. movie all that well. Was it, it really reason. all that great? 
It was like a good long episode. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was made while the show was still on the air, so it was just went really well with all that. And then this other one came out years after the show had already been canceled and um yeah, bad. Uh, speaking of which, I'm going to add the movie to my list of things to talk about in the future. Uh, Alex, number two. My number two is the dreaded Attack of the Clones. I was already going in with bad excitations, and it just got worse. You almost stole my they're, my number one. Almost. They're they're all terrible. <laughs> but okay. But yeah, just Attack because I I still was really hyped about Phantom Menace, and I was still hypnotized by it, where I thought it was cool until you know weeks later and I thought about it I'm like hey and I saw it again I'm like wait a minute this movie sucks except for Darth Maul he's harsh what? but yeah you, you said Attack of the Clones, clones. you're not talking about Phantom Menace? yeah no I was with Phantom Menace I was still riding the hypnotizing hype from that movie and thought it was good up until I saw it a couple more times but this one I had low expectations and okay low. You just you brought up Dark Maul and I was confused. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I can't defend it. Uh, I left these off my list just because they were prequels and not sequels, but whatever. I, they're actually an honorable mention. So. But yeah, but Attack of the Clone is a sequel to Phantom Menace. There you go. All right. Bam. All right. Uh, Scott. Scott, number one. Number one, falling directly up on uh, Attack of the Clones is Revenge of the Sith. It's my number one. Uh, no. Yeah. Was it the CGI babies? It was not the CGI babies. Um, <laughs> was it uh, Jet Lucas? So, so two has Boba Fett going out like a bitch, uh, which was terrible. What? Boba Django and Jango Fett. Fett going out like a bitch just, uh, just to establish Boba Fett. Um. Who goes out of bitch? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> there it is. Yoda isn't like completely useless in the second one. Um, you have the weird blang thing in the second one, in the fight there in the space battle. But anyways, that you're doing what Alex did with his movie. You're talking about, yeah, yeah. but no, I'm, 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 I'm referencing this to say that despite all those horrible things, it is all that is eclipsed in Revenge of the Sith. Um, just some of the dialogue. Uh, alone makes it makes it worse. Um, the whole <laughs> uh, she died of a broken heart. The my 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 personal favorite um, from my point of view, the Jedi are evil, which is in the running for the worst lines of all time in a movie. It even beats out like it's all because of that kiss you never should have given me, or are you an angel? <laughs> uh, Basically, anything out of Anakin's mouth in the first movie. Um, yeah. Uh, just so bad. And then Yoda runs away for no reason. Um, Yoda, man. All the Jedis go out like chumps. Like, it's just... It's left a bad taste in my mouth. More so than the other two movies. Um, it definitely, like, less disappointment in this than, say, like, Matrix Reloaded. Um... But still, it was just like, still hoping after the disappointments of the first two that maybe they get their act together for the third one and it really didn't happen. There was weird CGI yeah. where they make Anakin's like 
expression change for no reason. Um, CJ, it's CJ Babies. Yeah, like the the whole scene where Anakin uh, turns doesn't make any sense. It's, there's so many things, and this don't make sense. Uh, All right, well, this is on our list. We'll be doing this for someday yeah, soon, yeah, yeah. so okay. save some of these okay. arguments for. Yeah. It is my number one. <laughs> My number one for bad movie sequels. Uh, all right. Um, can't argue with any of the prequels, so <laughs> I'm glad you guys have on your list. And my number one, as we already mentioned, the Matrix sequels. Um, well, they're both terrible. They're both huge disappointments because I love the first Matrix. The second one at least has a little, some redeeming scenes. Like I love the freeway chase scene. It's a great action sequence with the music and her riding the motorcycle against traffic that and stuff. Cool. But... But if the bad far outweighs the good, and then to end with Colonel Sanders <laughs> just boring the shit out of the entire audience, and then the third one is even worse. There's nothing. I the third one's unwatchable in my opinion. Like the second one, like I said, there's scenes that I can turn it on and I can have fun watching it. This there's nothing good about the third. You don't, one. You don't like General Hardass? General Hardass, no. And just the whole point. I, I don't want to talk about it. it. Just makes me upset. Um. So the Matrix sequels. Alex, number one. Number one. We try not to talk about movies that we just reviewed, but Conan the Destroyer. What? I saw this. I saw this first. I had no idea that there was a Conan the Barbarian until I was about twelve or thirteen years old. I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I sat down expecting Conan the Destroyer. <laughs> Wait, that's terrible parenting. Yeah, you should have been taken away from your parents long ago. That that happened. I know. And I was <laughs> completely blown away by Conan the Barbarian with all these fleshed out characters, people that I cared about, and a, a great villain with James Earl Jones. It was amazing. And then I was like, this, I was just so disappointed in Conan the Destroyer that I grew up with all these years that I felt betrayed. And that's why it's my number one. <laughs> just for personal betrayal. All right. Yeah, there it is. Fair enough. Hey, have you guys listened to the... Is there a commentary on Destroyer? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, but I might want to buy it just to listen to it. I got. I have the... God, that could be amazing if out. they got, like, Grace Jones to do one. <laughs> Arnie, <laughs> but Mako was doing it just to hear him talk with that gravity. You know, Arnie, yeah, oh, man, it, it could ten, the potential's there. Potential's there. Well, I got it. I'll check after this. I probably should have checked beforehand. But anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, that's that. Did we have any uh, listener suggestions, feedback, results, stuff? Yeah, we got we got some crossover lists is the thing that we do. <laughs> there <laughs> from, it is. Uh, listeners, Garth and Ronnie from Twitter. Thanks, guys. Shai Ronnie. We appreciate your lists. <laughs> Shai Ronnie. Uh, Ronnie. Uh, doesn't have his list numbered. <laughs> I think he did this last week, right? Number your list, Ronnie. Was it Garth? Don't Anyways, listen to them. Just I'll just send it to us from, however you're able to. I'll, I'll read them from bottom to top. Uh, Power bottom. Ba- Batman and Batman and Robin. Okay. I thought you know what I thought about those, but then I was like, kind of their own thing. It's kind of a weird place for me. No, that would bump yeah. something from my list. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Hmm. Nipples on the seat. Uh, Teen Wolf two. Two. Bateman. Yeah, it's pretty awful. Uh, the Hangover yeah. 2. Yeah. Which is just a carbon copy yeah. of the first movie. That's pretty bad. Unfortunately. Yeah, Speed 2. 
Yeah, right. Maybe he actually watched it. He probably saw it, yeah. I don't think he saw it. Ronnie, you didn't see this movie. And uh, the top one on his list, Terminator, Rise of the Machine Oh, damn it. Yeah, I forgot. (sighs) Yeah, that probably would have been on my list. Mm -hmm. And now on to Gar's list, uh, his uh, number five, The Crow, City of Boring Angels. (laughs) (laughs) Number four, Robocop 3, Ninja Jetpack. <laughs> oh, that yeah. was, that's a good about, one. That I was forgot awful. about the Cyborg Ninjas. What a piece of shit. Uh, oh, my gosh. That. It was PG also. Was oh. it really? It was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Talk about tone switching. I started switch. a driving movie theater. Talk about tone yeah. switching. And driving movie inventions. theater, and I was trying to tell my dad to just drive away. <laughs> uh, number three, Indiana Jones oh, and the Crystal Skull. Oh, God damn it. That would have been on my list, too. Crystal, crystal Alien Skull Crap. Yeah. How did that, how did it not wind up on our list? Nobody's list. Hey, let me ask you this: What's worse, that or the prequels? Damn. <laughs> I think uh, maybe it's man was not is... made to make such decisions. Yeah, <laughs> was, this is hurting my brain just thinking about it. This is, I know. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, is number two is all three Star Wars prequels. Yeah, let's all get right. out of the way here. Man, number one, Terminator's Scott Damn Three. <laughs> Got him in twice. So I haven't seen Terminator Three in a while. Is is it worse than the I Genesis did not see or Genesis, the other with Salvation? Genesis. Um Salvation is a rough watch. Um Yeah, the, it's just kind of a slog. Kind of so. Like none of it it's just like the at least for Salvation, it's all just kind of boring. It's not necessarily bad. It's just boring. Oh, good, good for you. <laughs> it did spawn that. It did spawn that. That was, yeah. No. 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 <laughs> you hear the guy talking in the background. But I was just walking to check the thing. And then you go. Oh. <laughs> okay, I take it back. On the strength of that alone, Salvation is awesome. <laughs> they have not seen Genesis. Have you yeah. guys seen Genesis? I saw it. It's not good, no, but, but I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it on my list. Yeah, it's not, it's. What I, from what I can remember, it's not as bad as three or Salvation. It's not good. Like it doesn't can't compete with the first two, but it, it's it's not that great either. And I like Khaleesi, so she's in that style here with her natural hair. She's over fifteen, right? Yes, I can talk yes. about her. I do. I do. <laughs> I do remember the the poster from that. They they gave her a boob job in the poster. <laughs> All right. So, like they gave Lara Croft a neck job. I don't. Oh, I, I heard about that. Yes. <laughs> Those are ridiculous. Tomb Raider. Okay. Anyways, is that everybody? All right. Yeah. That All right. Everybody. It's time. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah. Thank you. It's time for Alex. No sports. I'm Alex, and sports I like sports. Ball. But uh, I want to do some baseball stories. But strangely enough, nobody there's not much baseball news. What happened? Uh, it's, it's over, over, man. Yeah. What? Who won? Turkey? Planet Houston. Oh. Houston. Well, now Alex, you can talk about the Arizona Fall League. Uh, of course they play against the division champions, the Cactus League. Sure. <laughs> Right? It's like east and west. Except in the off season it's north and south. <laughs> it's a civil war. Yeah. Uh it's time for <laughs> Ian News. <laughs> oh, 
was he checked. He checked. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, all right. <laughs> so, uh, just a funny bit of news that I came across. Um, in Pinewood Studios, or maybe not Pinewood Studios, but on the, the studios that they were filming the, the newest Star Wars movies um, in England, they were they built the the big Millennium Falcon set, um, basically the ship, and they they had to move it off the set or whatever, but they had to basically store it, or maybe they're getting some exterior shots outdoors. Um, the point being is that they basically had to hide it when they were done with it. <laughs> and what they did was uh, they stacked a bunch of freight cars around it so that from the outside you couldn't see anything in. And they kind of threw a little tarp over the Millennium Falcon. The problem was Google Earth came by. And, you, and if you put in the the address for the studio, you could find the Millennium Falcon <laughs> just sitting outside. <laughs> you know, at, at that point, I guess it wasn't a – like the news is already out. Oh, they're filming Star Wars. Um, just funny by, just because of the lengths that like JJ Abrams and Disney went to, to keep everything under wraps for this movie. Uh, and I imagine for the second movie, um, that just Google Earth doing their stupid map <laughs> busted the location of the Lumonium Falcon. I don't know. I thought that was funny. Um, you can see the picture, um, if you, if you put in the, the address for the studio. Um, so there's that, um, did anybody else? They should have put it in like a garbage dump. Maybe. Blend, it would blend yeah. right in. It would have been hiding in plain sight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what a piece of junk. Did either of you see Blade Runner 2049? Uh, no. Nope. Okay, well, I, I really I enjoyed it, but um, I guess it, it turned out to be a big box office flop uh, where they're basically 80 million short of breaking even right now uh, with only 240 million worldwide um, it's uh, interesting because uh, it'll, it'll it basically dictates what's going to happen with what kind of movie they make in the future for this so it's very possible that we get a similar situation between this and the first one where a very long time passes before somebody tries again, um, just building on the, the IP. Um, whereas if this had been successful, who knows, maybe they would have tried to make another one right away. Um, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see how it goes from here. Um, I, I like, I kind of like the idea of this as being its, like, a companion piece, as it were, and just kind of letting things lie. Um, you know, it's not always the best thing for a franchise for it to, be gangbusters i suppose um all that said it does kind of suck that it wasn't that successful um you know a, a serious sci-fi piece is always welcome i think um and denis Villeneuve, you know, however you pronounce his last name um he between this and the arrival well, not the arrival um shit yeah, or just, just arrival yeah, yeah not the arrival um you know, in a couple other movies, Sicario. Um, you know, he's a really good director. Uh, one that I'm, uh, you know, one to watch for. Um, so hopefully this doesn't stop him from making some other big budget movies, because I really like this movie. So I hope he gets the chance to do it again. 
Don't worry, Scott. They'll release it on DVD in five different versions, and one of them will be yeah, good. Yeah. That some people will say is well. The theatrical release in this one did not have yeah. the uh, the voiceovers, so I think we're okay. Spoilers. Um, so yeah, that's this is basically it for me. Um, again, I really enjoyed uh, the latest Blade Runner. If anybody was into the first one or, or likes kind of more serious sci-fi, check it out. Uh, Alex, did you have anything you wanted to talk about? Um, yeah, just a quick tidbit. EA has bought Respawn Studios Ooh. video game news. The studio responsible for Titanfall and Titanfall 2 and EA bought them up. So we'll see if they're going to just chew them up and spit them out, close them out if they don't turn out a big video game, you know, the first time out. But I heard rumor is that they're working on a Star Wars game. Like the one that just recently got scrapped, mm. I think they're going to be what, uh, Alex, what do, you, what do you know about, was it, what was it called, 1313? What, what was yeah. that? That was, well, way back in the day, it was going to be like in, set in the Star Wars universe, but you're like in this underground prison going floor by floor, you know, after shit goes haywire, which seemed like, because that trailer was amazing. Everybody was so hyped for it. And I guess they were rebooting that. Uh, EA Studios was rebooting that recently with uh, oh, I forgot the lady's name that also did Uncharted. Right, so she's like in charge of the story or something for that, or yeah, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, her name. well, she was in charge of the like a uh, project lead. She was gonna lead okay. the whole thing, you know, like like a studio head, and then she got bounced because they were. You can read kind of between the lines lines of the EA press release on that. But it pretty much boils down to EA wants to make something with microtransactions, and she didn't want to do mm. that. So they parted ways, and now they've got Respawn, and now they might be doing that. So we'll see how it goes. I, I thought Microsoft made the Titanfall games, no? No. They just released no, them? No, no, no. So, so Respawn were the guys that split off from Activision, or sorry, from um, shit. The guys that make the Call of Duty games. Infinity War? Yes, yes, Infinity uh, War. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. Um, they split off to, re- to spawn Reform and had EA publish their, <laughs> the game, Titanfall. It was the first one, Titanfall 2. But yeah, like Alex said, it'll be interesting to see like whether they just start churning out more of these things. With yeah, I don't know what the, the master plan is behind this. Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely a Titanfall 3, of course, but also they're working on... Are they Xbox exclusive releases? Why do I think they're only related to... Microsoft. I, just... I don't. I don't think. I think Titanfall. One yeah, was Titan. Xbox the first Titanfall was Xbox One only. Okay. Yeah, Titanfall Two I think came out for yeah. PS4 also, right? Yeah, there's okay. not. There's not a whole lot of uh, Xbox exclusives in, in the pipeline here. Um, right. Like basically, Sea of Thieves is the one that jumps to mind, um, and whatever the next Forza game is, but um, Sea of Thieves being the, the big one, where it looks like Sony's got a ton of these things coming. But yeah, that's my tidbit. All right. Um, for me, nothing other than um, Scott and I went to Disneyland with some friends, and we got to ride on a Guardians of the Galaxy ride for the first time. And while it's cool, <laughs> I got sick. That's all I have to <laughs> I, say about that. I <laughs> I love awesome the ride. shit out of this. Um, I I enjoyed it yeah. when it was uh, Tower of Terror and had the Tower Terror. Tar- had the Twilight Zone theme uh, with the Guardian stuff and the music and 
way they changed the ride up. Oh, I had a blast. We did it twice. <laughs> I basically like <laughs> basically begged everybody to do it again. And then we did, and uh, yeah, Jeff almost pooed himself. Yeah, I was holding it a deuce, and it almost came out. Well, right, but that's right. <laughs> zero G. Did, uh, did you guys like the the whole rocket intro? The, the, the animatronics were, were were great. Yeah, that was, that was super cool. I know they're getting so super freaking cool. good now. Uh, we noticed the whole Walkman thing just barely though. The first time. Yeah. 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 The, the first time we went out it was the first ride, we, and it was supposed to be like a hour well, wait. I think it, it was more, not even like, that long, but yeah. Ended up being like two hours because the ride was like at half capacity. Something was wrong, so it just took forever. But I, I was told it's like ten seconds too long. I was like, "This is fun, yeah, yeah, yeah." I'm like, okay, when's it gonna end now? I'm sick. <laughs> it's. I still think it's funny that like you guys all got sick and I was fine. Uh, yeah, yeah was... that's weird. Yeah, you didn't have to stiff arm no, lady with because uh, it, was, it was funny. Basically, we did all the the stuff over in California Adventure. Then went to normal Disneyland. And like as soon as we went on Thunder Mountain, like I was, like my stomach was like in my throat. Anyway. Yep. All right. Uh, that wraps it up. Thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.